0: This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 164, Getting Your Family On Board with Life Changes, Part 1, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Welcome Relationship Optimizers, I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is your one-stop podcast for all things relationships. Here on the show, I narrate blog posts about dating, breakups, parenting, marriage, and much more, every Monday through Friday, free of charge. And before I go any further, I just want to apologize in advance for sounding congested as we're still battling colds here in the Rankin and household. Also, if you enjoy our content and listen frequently, please consider subscribing to the show. Not only will you get episodes delivered directly to you daily, but by subscribing, you will also help boost our rankings in the Apple Podcast app. You can subscribe by simply searching for Optimal Living Daily Relationships from wherever you're listening to this episode, clicking on the show icon, and hitting subscribe. And thanks so much in advance for all your support. Today, I'll be narrating the first part of a two-part mini-series by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. So make sure and come on back again tomorrow for the second part of this post. That'll be episode 165. And with that, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. Getting Your Family On Board With Life Changes Part 1 by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Quote, Men learn while they teach. Seneca the Younger. It is a curious phenomena that when we try to change our habits, simplify our clutter, eat healthier, start exercising, the other people in our life don't instantly want to be changed in the same way. It's as if they had their own minds. Horrible as that might sound, It's the reality we have to deal with if we have a family, or friends, roommates, co-workers, and so on. They often resist changes we make, or their possibly unhealthy habits stand in our way. You're trying to eat only whole foods, and yet your daughter eats goldfish crackers and pizza and Oreos, and she doesn't seem to want to munch on asparagus instead. So what's a habit changer to do? Abandon all attempts at change? No. Force change on family members? Tempting, but not effective. The answer is that there is no simple answer. I'll share what has worked for me, but that won't work for everyone. When you're single and living alone, it's easy to make whatever changes you want to make. But if you're married, you have to make compromises. You live in the space that is common between the two of you and that is negotiated space. When you add kids to your life, you now live in a space that is common between all of you, also a negotiated space. What works? Let's take a look at some strategies. Try one, try two, or try them all and figure out what works in your negotiated space. Getting others on board. Here's a common scenario. You've read about some interesting challenge or change someone else has made, or perhaps read a magazine article or a book on the topic and have been giving it some thought, and finally arrived at the decision to make the change, and then you spring it on your significant other or entire family. They somehow aren't as enthused as you'd like. That's because you have gone through an entire thinking process to arrive at the decision, and they are being asked to come in only at the end, after the decision has been made. That's not fair to them, because they haven't had time to go through the same thinking process, to consider the reasons, to find the motivation, to be included in the decision. I've found a more effective method is to get all the people who will be affected in on the thinking process as early as possible. Don't talk to them about it when you're near the decision-making point, Talk to them when you first hear or read about the idea. Talk about why it's appealing to you. Get their input. Ask whether they'd consider that kind of change. Talk about your motivation. Include them every step of the way until the decision is made and even after. What people don't like is being forced to change against their will. So never make them feel that way. Don't ask them to change. Ask them to help you change, once you've gotten to the decision. Say that their support is really important to you, and while they are welcome to join you, you'd love that. They don't have to change. Just help you make your change. Ask them to be your accountability buddy, someone to call on when you're having trouble, someone to report problems and successes to. Setting the Example While not everyone will be instantly on board with your ideas for change, I've found the best method of persuasion is being a good model for change. When I started exercising, most of my family wasn't doing it. I tried to convince people, but I wasn't as good at persuasion as I thought. When they saw me exercising, at first, they thought I was a bit kooky. Then, they saw the changes in me, and how much I enjoyed it, and I would share how great it was. And over time, it inspired some to think about it. That's what you can do, inspire people to consider something they wouldn't normally consider, just by setting a good example. No one else will do yoga with you? That's okay. Keep doing it, and share your experiences. Do it in front of them as they watch TV. Try not to be annoying, though. Making changes on your own. If others won't get on board with your changes, ask for a minimum amount of support. Ask that they give you the space to make the change on your own, without their help. This isn't a small thing sometimes. Often people are threatened when someone in their life makes changes, or they don't like the disruption of their routine of doing things with you eating junk food together, for example. You doing something on your own is a big change for them. Ask for the space to do it alone, and ask that they not criticize or otherwise make it hard on you. If they are resentful, this makes it more difficult, but you'll have to make an effort to show that this is something that will make you happy, and you will do your best not to disrupt things for them. If that means you don't spend mornings together because you are out running, then try to create other time together, like in the evenings or on weekends. When you make changes on your own without the support of others, it's more difficult. You need to find other encouragement. I've joined running groups online, a smoking cessation group, and other similar groups. Facebook and other social networking tools can also be helpful in finding online support. Often, there are groups in your area where you can meet people in person who are going through the same changes. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Getting Your Family On Board With Life Changes, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. We feature Leo pretty frequently here on the show, so you may want to consider subscribing if you'd like to hear more from him in the future. As a subscriber, not only will you get our episodes delivered directly to you daily, but as I mentioned briefly earlier, you will also help boost our rankings in the Apple Podcast app. So thank you so much. This means a lot to our team here at Optimal Living Daily, as you are the reason we can continue growing the show. And just real quick again, you can subscribe by simply searching for Optimal Living Daily Relationships from wherever you're listening to this episode, clicking on the show icon, and hitting subscribe. So thank you so much in advance for subscribing. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you again tomorrow for part 2 of this post by Leo Babauta, where your optimal life awaits.